Welcome to Fit Talk, your go-to podcast for health, fitness, and lifestyle. Episode 51. Grow those biceps. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Fit Talk. I'm Matt Waugh. And I'm Marfit. And this week is going to be what I think is going to be one of our most popular episodes ever. And that's because we're going to be talking about biceps. And who doesn't love to work their biceps, right? But before we jump in, I just want to give a big thank you to our sponsor, Rise Gym Gear, for always hooking us up with the most awesome lifting gear available today. So if you guys want to see some of the most high-quality lifting straps, wrist wraps, knee wraps, or anything else you're going to need for your your time in the gym, visit risegymgear.com and don't forget to use the discount code FITTALK to save yourself 10%. Now to jump into this week's question, this comes to us from Latorx via Instagram and he says, I'm looking to get my arms bigger, specifically buys. I noticed your arms are looking much bigger in your last few picks. How about something on that? Me? I'm looking bigger. Thanks. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, I've been working really hard on them uh, since those little guns were really hard for me to develop. Uh, when I first started, I yeah, I would say like I wasn't like gift with uh, yeah, I wasn't gifted with arms seriously, and I've been I had to work a lot and find some meta that helped me to grow. Um, now, yeah, we'll give a bunch of tips, what I did, what I'm doing at the moment. So you might want to try this out, but also just remember that everyone is different and your bicep might not respond as the same way as mine. But uh, on average, uh, I would say that uh, every single time I'm giving tips, people uh, have good results. Exactly right. Like not everything works for everybody, but without a doubt, if you aren't doing these techniques that we're going to mention today, chances are you're going to be feeling it a lot more. And we all know that the key to constantly progressing is introducing different kinds of stress. Mm -hmm. So um, I would say like anything else, Mark, to bring up a lagging body part, you always have to increase your frequency and volume that you're training it, wouldn't you say? Yeah, I would say the same thing without killing the rest time as well. Because you, you got to always try to have a good 48 hours between each workout that you work the same muscle. So, for example, for bicep, um, in, I, I did a lot of kind of split. But what I found that worked really well to develop my bicep is hitting them twice a week. Uh, one workout with my back. So, basically, I, I do less exercise on, on that day for bicep. But since when you're doing your back, your bicep are involved in your forearms, it helped to grow. Uh, and at the end, I was like uh, doing like two, three exercises uh, to a bicep on my back day. And then, for example, if I was doing back on Tuesday, I would do um, just bicep alone or bicep and tricep together on Thursday or Friday. So a good 48 hour between each workout. And um, that's how I've been able to develop my bicep. And then there's also a way to do the, the certain exercise that will help you to stress more the muscle. And uh, you just have also to remember that it's the time under tension that make you grow. It's not just curling to curl because there's a lot of people curl with their shoulders. There's a lot of people who just swing. They curve their lower back and it's it can be painful to watch some people doing bicep. <laughs> uh, but that being said, 
the the negative part of the movement, that's where you grow. So you got to focus on that. It's not just contracting the bicep that will help you to grow. For sure, it helps, but the negative part is the most important part in the movement. So you have to focus on that. So maybe uh, slowing down the the tempo that you use to do, to do bicep. So for example, if you're doing a seated bicep curl, you might want to go up in one second in kind of explosion. You contract at the top and then you go down in like three, four seconds. That's something that I like to do. Uh, and you can count loud if you have a partner it's always better because as human when we feel the pain we lie to ourselves and it's I lie to myself sometimes sometimes I I think like I just jump some number of reps you know and then my partner is just like hey bro you need to do two more oh shit I thought I was already <laughs> at 12 um, I would say that I was doing that when I first started right now I'm I don't know you get used to to pain and you get used to it's it's kind of weird, man. You just feel less the pain and you can take more. Well, I would uh, say frustration is going to ensue eventually, right? Like if you go through something for a long enough time and you don't have results, eventually like you're going to get in the gym and you're going to be like where you would normally cheat yourself, be like, no, because, you know, I, if I don't have what I want yet, you know, I need to make sure I'm giving it everything. So you're counting all five seconds of that negative and you're counting all 12 of those reps, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So eventually you're going to get to the part where I have to go through all of this if it's something that i really want yeah there's you don't have any choice if you want to grow you gotta be able to to take the pain and be able to also be sure that you focus on on the tempo because that's everything uh and also to just work the bicep as much as you can not use uh, the other muscle because as you man as i said in another episode i think i said a lot of things in uh, 50 episodes <laughs> but like as human being we we try to use all our body to do uh any kind of movement we don't we want to spend less energy to achieve more so what we try to do is just uh, for example when we do bicep is work with our shoulders because it's become it's just become easier to do the movement but uh, as someone want to go in bodybuilding or fitness and develop a nice physique we got to focus on one muscle at a time focus on just contracting the bicep and not focusing on using our shoulders so um, it can be hard in the beginning but uh, the more you do it the more you'll be able to just uh, isolate the muscle Exactly right. And so by isolation, if you're really just kind of narrowing it down to just hitting the biceps, a lot of people need to realize the biceps, much like the triceps, is made of more than just one part. So while the triceps We call it has, bicep or something. <laughs> exactly. So uh, there's two heads to the biceps, um, the long head and the short head. So Mark, what are some of the best ways to hit each head? Uh, I would say that barbell curl will be the best. Barbell curl since and shoulder width, so the stress will be vertical on both. Because when you use like a easy bar, it's not the same thing. Your wrists, it's using more the natural movement of your wrist, and you will feel probably less pain in your wrist if you feel pain, or it will just be easier to do the movement. But when you take the straight bar, that's when I feel uh, both of my head. It's it's just crazy. Both of my head in terms of when I talk about the bicep. And uh, <laughs> uh, that being said, yeah, barbell curl, it's phenomenal uh you can feel both head and how uh, it's one of the best exercises to grow your bicep that's one of the exercises that stress your bicep like any others it's just a classic barbell curl uh when you go on machine you it, it it's a different thing because like you don't uh use the your stabilizer so for sure it will just become easier 
but it can be good also just to focus on the contraction and just contract even more when you do like kind of a pressure curl machine or something like that. That will be good. Um, so that's the kind of exercise that will hit both of your of your of your bicep, uh, both of your head. But there's also like all the exercise you will hit both. But there's just some exercise that is just better, like kind of compound movement. To like, if you do a like, if we talk about chess, when you do a barbell press, you will. That's that's kind of a major exercise that you will just destroy your chest no matter what. But when you go and doing flies, you will hit uh, your minor and major pectoralis as well. So yeah, I would say like barbell curl is one of my favorite to to hit both. For sure, and I've heard some people say though, like they compare doing a barbell curl to dumbbell curls, right? Um, and I've mm. heard the argument that that the dumbbell curl can be more effective, specifically alternating dumbbell curl, because it allows you to, uh, I guess, put more tension on each arm, thereby stressing it more. What are your thoughts on that? I didn't say that you shouldn't do any dumbbell curl. I really like dumbbell curl. But barbell curl is one of the exercises I like to start my workout, something that I can put a lot of weights um, for sure, like there's always a side that you're less strong than the other and you might use it to help the other arms. Uh, but when I start with a good bicep curl, I don't know, I just feel like strong. I can, I will probably start more in the six, eight reps, just destroy both head and then going more uh, with the dumbbell movement. So any kind of seated dumbbell curl uh, and focusing on the rotation at the top and squeezing the peak. Um, so I would say it's really different. I mean, the feeling it's not the same, and I like to use all kind of exercise that I can like in my workout. So basically, just about everything has its place. But when you're really trying to emphasize bicep development, it's going to really come down to things like techniques and methods that you bring into your workout in order to really amplify the stress. Exactly, because like for example, if you want to hit more the the long head of your of your bicep, when you do a bicep curl like with the barbell you will not be able like to do a rotation with the barbell but when you do it with like with the dumbbell and then you you focus on the rotation to develop like the peak so when you will do a a back shot a double bicep you will be able to see more the peak because you worked with the dumbbell uh, than if you're doing it with the with the barbell but barbell is kind of a compound movement just to it's like if you do like deadlift for me yeah it will hit like your your legs, your lower back, but your overall strength. And that's how I see the, the barbell curl is to work the strength of my biceps. At the, after when I go with dumbbell or any kind of other exercise, I'm just stronger and uh, I can stress more the muscle. And uh, just a good way to hit everything, like you said, just a mm-hmm. good way to start pumping everything up. Yeah, and just feel it and create the mind-muscle connection. Uh, but usually right now what I'm doing is starting with lightweight and I think you did that with, too with me uh, with rope. Mm-hmm. So rope curl, just to start with that, doing like 20 to 30 reps. I don't really mind. 20 to 30 reps, uh, taking only like 30 seconds, 45 seconds, and just using like 30 pounds, 50 pounds, and increasing the weight and just to warm up and create a mind-muscle connection. And it's just crazy how you can feel your bicep, the, the, the blood into it, and then you start your workout. It's that's, true. That's pro, that's one of my favorite exercises right now for biceps is uh, is rope curl and es- especially for uh, for a good warm up, uh, more so than working sets. But like, yeah, the way that you're able to 
really contract your bicep at the top and with the the wrist rotation to start developing the peak like you'll you really feel everything kind of rush in there and it's a a great way to start off your arms or or just a bicep yeah. workout i feel that when i start my arms workout just with that my my arms workout is always better but if i'm doing like the rope curl i don't know at my third or fourth exercise it's not the same thing not at all no. Uh, it's just something that I found that's just the best warm-up for my arms to feel it and be able to contract it even more after with other exercise. And it's just something that I like to, right now, I like to pre-exhaust uh, my muscle before I start. So usually that's what, that kind of exercise I will do, like just doing like a 20, 30 reps. And I don't focus really like on using crazy, crazy weights. I focus in more on um, going down slowly and just little details doing like the rotation and even if I'm using like a 10 pounds, just, I don't know, it's crazy. I'll say that just contracting no matter what the weight you will use and just focusing on like moving the muscle and feeling it. Oh, for sure. It's, it's seriously like the ultimate way to warm up doing a pre-exhaust um, because it's, I don't know how to say, and this might not be the best way to say it either, but it's kind of like doing working sets without doing working sets. It, it really mm. is. It's just like kickstarting. It's like kickstarting the engine because it's so much mm. more than just like an active warm up. But I don't know. It just it gets everything really pumped up really quickly. And it's yeah. not like you're completely spent, you know, for like your your real workout. I don't know. It's just a fantastic way to get things started, I think. As you said, like it's not something that will just burn you off and don't have any energy. Uh, don't have not enough energy to keep working. Uh there's a lot of people who would say like, oh, I don't like to work out like in high reps because I'm just exhausted after. Yeah. And my muscle is exhausted. Uh, I don't feel that. I just, I don't know, man. You, you, maybe you use too much weight. Maybe I just feel that I'm just ready to go to war. You know, it's just like, it's a real warm up. It's not something that I will be yeah. exhausted. So just use lightweight and focus on the contraction. And like when you go down, flex your tricep at the bottom. That's something really important to stretch even more the fascia. Exactly and right. And it will just give you a better looking bicep. And it's just something that will help you as, as well like to grow faster because you, you stretch it from, from the bottom to the top and you just contract. It's just crazy how you can develop your bicep uh, the right way. Just by doing that, try. Even if you're doing like seated dumbbell curl, always flex your tricep at the bottom and you'll see that's a full range of motion. Very true. Flexing your tricep at the bottom, it's going to give you the full stretch of your bicep. Mm -hmm. And uh, when you're at the top, doing a little bit of a rotation with your wrist. So turning your, your pinky finger inwards towards uh, your bicep is going to help you to even get a bigger contraction out of it and really help to develop the peak, which is one of the most sought after elements of the bicep especially because uh, when you're doing back double biceps, you know, that's what's going to really make your guns stick out more than anything is yep. having that full peak. Mm -hmm. I have a good, like, I don't have like big arms, but I have a good peak and that's what gives me like the advantage of when you see like a picture just because of my peak. Mm -hmm. I've been working really hard like in the beginning on my peak. I was doing a good three exercises just for that, like in each uh, bicep workout. And, you know, a uh, great way to uh, to start integrating more of that even if it's not something that people do 
consciously, uh, you might want to try a different grip for when you're doing your curl. So mm-hmm. an offset grip. So instead of gripping uh, the dumbbell from the middle like you normally would, grip to uh, to the side of it, the side where your thumb would be. And this will actually allow you to, l- to use less of your forearm when you curl and allow you to supinate even further. So for those who don't know what supination is, it's to hold so that your palm is facing upward. And that's what you're going to want to help develop that peak is turning your wrist in as much as possible and having this offset grip is going to help you do that yeah and also try new gyms guys it's just always good to go in new gym because it's not the same kind of weight you don't feel like if you take a hundred pounds in my gym right now and you go to a gym i don't know 10 minutes from from my gym the hundred pounds will not feel the same if it's not the same they can same weights or same company you build the weights mm-hmm. it's just crazy and uh, for example i have uh, some power block here it's uh, adjustable dumbbell and when i do arms with that Man, it's just 50 pounds, like the the maximum weight. Yeah. But I feel like it was like 70 pounds, man. <laughs> just feel like the the weight is just, just concentrated at the same place. It's just like kind of a rock, man. <laughs> it's crazy. But yeah, I don't know if... Yeah, I, I guess like you should just search guys on, on what is like power block. It's like the best... Uh, that's what I found. It's just the best adjustable dumbbell that you can buy. And they're, uh, they have a warranty, like a lifetime warranty. Uh, but they are just awesome. But they are rarely, they feel heavier than than a 50 pounds. It's true. It, it really does vary from gym to gym. Like I have, mm-hmm. uh, in my home gym, I have the standard like rubber hexagonal uh, dumbbells and they feel really heavy. Um, I go to my gym, my normal gym, and I, we have the iron grips and that's what I'm used to. I tried out a different gym a couple of weeks ago and I everything I was doing, I was dropping like five to 10 pounds. On, and not to mention the time that um, when I was in Montreal, Mark's gym, the the weights there felt a little bit lighter than normal, actually. So I was able, I was really impressed with myself. I was able to lift uh, a lot more than I was used to. So I was feeling pretty good there. So, but anyway, so some more techniques. Let's uh, talk about some more techniques on how to develop those biceps. Um, we actually produced what I think is one of the most useful articles on Mark's website, which is how to change up your training. And there we talk about a bunch of different intensity techniques that you can incorporate into your workout if you haven't already done that. So we talk about things like superset, which is two exercises back to back, giant sets, which are three to four exercises performed back to back, um, and then drop sets. There's also negative form, which we talked about already. Rest and there's pause. a one too. Um, yeah, rest pause is really great, man. Mm-hmm. I just love it. Like, just to finish like a bicep workout with that is just amazing. Uh, but there's also like the 21 for bicep that I really 21s like. 21s is great. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, um, did we put it like in this uh, article? I don't remember. Man, I don't believe so. Yeah, twenty one is like you. You're not doing like the full range of motion. So, for example, if you're doing like a, you do it with the easy, uh, easy for the easy curl. Okay, for example, you're doing like from the bottom to the mid seven reps, then from the mid to the top seven reps, and then full range seven reps or mm-hmm. a total of twenty one reps. And I can say that you will feel the burn and it will be amazing. Uh, you don't need that lot of weight, probably just depend where you are. But like I just take probably 55 pounds or 60 pounds to do that. And <laughs> it was just awesome just to finish your workout and kill it. Seriously. FST7, also really great. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, Especially like on the pressure curl. Oh, yeah. I just love it. <laughs> <laughs> that doing uh, the one and a half method. Seriously, mm-hmm. there's so many great things that you can do. And the Centurion, which is 100 reps. Yeah, but I will not recommend to do that like too often. No, <laughs> absolutely not. 
that's a good thing to do like every once in a while like maybe once yeah a just month to break your so. pla- a plateau and just destroy your body and your bicep and then you come back stronger seriously you'll you'll f- your biceps up with that. <laughs> but uh you'll see guys there's really no shortage of things that you can experiment with and this doesn't just go for biceps you can incorporate a lot of this stuff with your workouts so if you have a lagging body part these different intensity techniques are going to help you kind of bust through whatever plateau you're going through and really help to accelerate development and as with anything else as long as you're uh, getting the proper nutrition and recovery process you're going to be able to grow. So you really don't have to feel uh, stuck if you are if you do have a lagging body part, as long as you're giving it the attention that it needs. Uh, and of course, allowing it to recover before you beat it up again, then you're, you should be able to uh, get through whatever the lag is. But yeah, I think that just about does it for this episode. We've covered a lot, and uh, Mark's given some of his great tips on how to get some I got really one- awesome... One more. <laughs> There's more? <laughs> yeah, one Fantastic. more. Fantastic. What do you got? Uh, a thicker bar sometimes will help. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, there's... Um, oh, my God. I forget the name. The grip. Uh, fat grips. Yeah, fat grips or T-grips. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of kind of grips on the market. Uh, but basically, it's not something that I really like to use like too often. It's just... I don't know. It's suck, man, to do to use that. Uh, <laughs> but s- sometimes it will just be good, man, to shake your body and work more your forearms and also... Uh, you will feel it on your bicep, but you will not use the same weight because it's really hard like to, for the grip is really hard. Uh, but yeah, I would say that it's something that I have I've did uh, in the past. It's been a while I didn't use it, but I was just seeing that on my uh, shelf just right here, like in front of my eyes. And I said, yeah, I should talk about it. And also there's the, um, the arm blaster. It's something that I tried as well. Kind of old school, so it's just help. Uh, to lock your arms and don't work too much with your shoulders. It's kind of if you're doing like a pressure curl, but at 90 degrees and uh, it's just lock and you can do an alternating dumbbell curl. You can do a a barbell curl. You can do anything that you want, seated or standing. And it's something that I, just a tool that I I like. And I think it's not that expensive, like $50 um, and might be a good addition to your to your gym bag or just to do some something different sometime. It's true. I actually always wanted to try one of those things out, but I never got around to buying it. So something that I've just done instead is like perform your curl like with your back right up against a wall so your elbows are touching it. So that way you know like they're not going anywhere. Uh, mm-hmm. But I've never actually used the arm blaster before, but it just looked like a lot of fun. Yeah, it is. It is. It's something different. People look at you in gym. Oh, what was that? <laughs> uh, but yeah, but it's, it's classic, something... man. Like, didn't Arnold come up with that? Yeah, yeah. It was like in the seventies or something. Yeah, seriously, so yeah. cool. So you look just like Epic. a vet. <laughs> but yeah, there you guys go. So uh, try some of these techniques out. Give us a give us a shout and let us know uh, how they work for you because they certainly have worked for us. And you all can see uh, how insane Mark's guns have gotten over the past uh, year or so. So uh, be sure to give those a try. Give us some feedback on it. And uh, as always, you know, if you guys have questions that you want us to answer on the show, be sure to visit fittalk.com so that you can send us an email with your questions, whatever you guys want us to cover. You can also tweet us at me at Matthew Wah and Mark at Mark underscore fit. Instagram names are the exact same as our Twitter name. So we're very easy to find. You can leave comments on our photos if you uh, have more topics that you want us to uh, to cover. 
But yeah, I guess that's just about it. So for everybody, thanks for tuning in. And make sure if you like the episode, be sure to like it on SoundCloud, repost it, share it with your friends and family. And if you haven't followed us yet, be sure to do that because we want to see Fit Talk continue to grow. And it's because of all your support that we're able to do that. Exactly. And uh, we really appreciate all the support, guys. Uh, it's been a fun time. Already 51, 52 episodes. That's the 51, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm kind of lost, man. So many stuff in my head right now. <laughs> Uh, but at the same time guys uh, thank you just thank you to listen thank you to leave your comment sharing all my picture liking the picture and it's just I, I cannot like answer everyone because just too many people just comment on my picture like on Facebook Instagram Twitter but I really appreciate all the support and I, I try to read them all uh, every single time that I'm posting a picture so thanks again guys and I guess we'll see you in the next episode see you next week